0: This is Story Quest, brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. This story is set in London, over 400 years ago, in the year 1666. Can you imagine what the city would have been like back then? It was a busy place just like today, with the Thames crammed full of boats from every corner of the world. Streets often had names that described the shops you'd find there, and Bread Street was just such a place. So let's begin. Amongst the bakers of Bread Street, of all the shops selling their wares, the busiest of all was Jed Butler's. His loaves were second to none. Everyone could agree about that. But the old man was so bad-tempered, and to be honest, plain rude, that no one liked to linger for long in his shop. "'I was in with our Sally,' said Mrs Thomas, who ran the coffee house nearby, and which was always a bustling hub of gossip. "'Dear little Sally, how is the infant?' cooed Mrs Sutton. "'passing through on her way to the dock. "'She's Bonnie Jane, but do you know what that old villain said?' "'He said that she was the ugliest baby he'd ever seen.' "'There were some gasps, "'and more than one stifled laugh from those thronging the tables. "'Don't take it to heart, Mrs Sutton,' said a trader, smart in his suit, "'as he drained his cup and winked at her. "'I get called a thief and a charlatan every time I go in, "'just because I deal in goods, and fair and square too.' If his bread wasn't so good, I'd let the old goat rot. The smell of bread drifting along the street attracted the local beggars. Desperate for a crumb or crust, and the shopkeepers might oblige, but more often than not, they were chased away with jeers and shouts. Jimmy was a small boy. He himself wouldn't have been able to tell you his age, or his surname, or anything much about himself. As an orphan, without a home, he had learned to fend for himself. He wasn't happy with his lot, but had always had a feeling that sometimes things could turn out for the best. Although he did wonder when that time would come. He slept in rags around a fire with some other people who had nothing under an archway and scavenged for any food he could find. Jimmy was drawn towards Bread Street, like so many others, by the tempting smells of baking bread and fancy goods. Jed Butler didn't scare him even though he was the shoutiest of all the bakers when it came to scaring off beggars. But it didn't bother Jimmy. He was accustomed to being shouted at, and if anything, he felt sorry for the old man. Old Jed had even fewer friends or fewer people who cared about him than Jimmy did, and that was saying something. He wasn't afraid and remained curious, not to mention hungry, as he lurked near the enticing bow windows of Jed Butler's shop in the early hours, when the ovens were bright seeing the hunched figure moving slowly inside as he mixed and rolled and kneaded and baked. Resting his hands against the window, he could feel the warmth from the oven, and it was cheering somehow, even in the cool autumn dawn. The shop front was grimy with soot from all the ovens in the road, and you could barely read the sign saying Jed Butler, Master Baker. As he made his way back to the arch, he saw a shop not far from Jed's had closed, and rubbish had been piled up outside. A muddle of furniture and sackcloth had been dumped and Jimmy noticed a broom sticking out. He decided to take the broom. It looked like a good one. There was a pail too. He retrieved this with a clatter, with an idea beginning to form in his mind. Dawn the next day and Jimmy went back to Jed's shop. He had filled the pail and with some rags began to wipe at the city windows. With his broom he began to sweep the steps. Jed Butler must have heard and came angrily out to see. What do you think you're doing, you horrible child? You stay away from my property. Clear off. I was only trying to help. Make things clean. A likely story. Or don't think you'll get a penny off me, nor a crust either. i am no use for window cleaners when there's bread to be baked. And he pushed Jimmy roughly down the steps, tipping over the pail of water and returned to his oven. Jimmy got up and brushed himself off. He could hear laughter and scowled but he had nothing better to do, so retrieved the bucket and vowed to come back the next day. And he did just that, and the next, and the next. Within a few weeks, the shopfront was gleaming and the bay windows twinkled, perfectly showcasing the loaves for sale. Jed became busier than ever as people lingered to look through, which was much easier without the coating of soot. Jed continued to grumble and shove at Jimmy, but in time took care not to knock over the pail of water. The windows wouldn't wash themselves after all. The other beggars thought he was mad. You'll not get around him like that. Miserable he is. And he might be the best baker, but he's also the stingiest. I don't care. There's nothing else to be done. Besides, sometimes the ladies shopping take pity on me and spare me a bum. I'd rather be there than Pudding Lane. They'll throw rotten meat at you there if you get in the way. Pudding Lane was, in those days, a much smellier place than you might have imagined. There were bakeries there, and shops selling all sorts, but it was mainly home to butchers and meat hung in windows. Flies buzzed, and awful trucks took the bad leftovers away on carts. It was also the place where something terrible was about to happen. Not that anyone knew. On the 2nd of September, 1666, Jimmy had arisen early. So early, it was still night time really, to make his way to Bread Street. He could see a glow from a neighbouring street. Something was on fire in Pudding Lane, it seemed. Houses. Lots of houses. And the fire was not a small fire. Fire! A voice shouted. Then other voices joined the call, and suddenly there were carts and horses as London rose to see the fanning flames. Jimmy rushed to Jed's shop. No light inside. Jed had not yet arisen. He'd been rising later in recent days, Jimmy had noticed and his crooked back and shuffling gait suggested that he was becoming old, perhaps too old to bake. He frantically knocked on the door and shouted to Jed through the windows. A figure slowly appeared, angrily at first, but then bewildered as he unlocked the door. You must come with me! London's on fire! We must run! Old Mr Butler surveyed the scene, and a forlorn look came over his face. I'll not be able to run. No one will miss me. I may as well burn with London the shop is everything. Come on, Jimmy said. Now he was the angry one, as he dragged Jed out of the door. We can go to the river, jump on a boat, any boat will be safe, I'll save you. And Jed, taken aback at being bossed about, let himself be dragged. The smoke was getting thick, but Jimmy knew the shortcuts. He pulled off his shirt and dipped it in a pail of water to give to Jed to cover his mouth. The old man struggled to move quickly, but they made progress and came to the edge of the Thames, where merchants and owners of boats of all kinds were pulling people aboard to escape the flames. Huddling on the deck of a ship carrying a cargo of sugar, they watched London burn. That night and the next until the fire had moved on and they could return to what was left of Bread Street. Many buildings had simply been razed to the ground. What was left was smoking and crumbling, ovens destroyed and the only smell was that of singed rafters. Jimmy's blackened broom lay, broken in a gutter. Jed was quiet. I've nothing left. How will I survive? I've never had anything. Look, cheer up. I can help. We can start again. We? But I've never given you a crust for your trouble. Why would you help me at all? Why did you help me? Jimmy shrugged. Picking up his blackened broom... "'Well, I'm not going to be able to learn to bake like you "'if I can't see through the city windows, am I?' Jed slowly smiled and then chuckled. "'I think I owe you the recipe at least, for your trouble.' And so it was to be. Jed Butler, who it turned out had a few pounds in the bank, more than a few in fact, set up a shop a little while later in a different part of London. With Jimmy at his side, Jed told him all the secrets of the trade, how to make bread that would bring people from far and wide. As he became older still... He could take time to sit in the shop and supervise whilst Jimmy woke early to fire the ovens and pummel the dough. He had grown into a tall, strong man, and a natural baker, it seemed. As business became brisker than ever, Jed was still known for his sharp tongue, but with Jimmy to spar with, it was a warm place full of laughter. A warm place, risen from London's ashes. Jimmy had kept his blackened broom, and would look at it sometimes and marvel how things had turned out for the best. Sometimes things do. Even if we're sure they won't. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode.